sir, we promised you a great main event here tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast on a very special day, a very special episode. I'd like to welcome you here in New York City just a couple of days before our Day of Atonement in the Jewish community. I send it down to a man who is uh, in the middle of, is it, the, I don't, actually it might be this, it might be over, a man who just celebrated? I think he already finished celebrating. Greg History Week, SGG. How you doing, SGG? Yes, I'm doing great, despite the fact that yes, Greg History Week is is over. It's done. Um, thank you for coming out celebrating. I was a I was a huge part of the festivities this year. Let's just be you honest about it. Back to back to back. Yeah. Friday at MSG, and then Saturday for for the secret dinner, as some people are calling. Oh, there it. are people calling it a secret dinner. <laughs> yeah, there are people calling it. Oh, uh, Dipperstein, did you hear about the secret dinner? No, by the way, it was clearly kept secret from me. <laughs> <laughs> what is this dinner? Wow. Oh, uh, yeah. It's something you, think that, you know people in this town. Something is going on. By the way, Dip, I have something very excited to confirm to you. You're still not committing to telling me about the dinner. Oh, oh we had dinner at a place called uh, Becco. Yes. Dip, and you know I, what their gimmick is? I after, talk, after mentioning it to other people, I think SGG will agree. The confirmed gimmick is unlimited pasta. That's the gimmick, right? Yes. Bottomless yeah. pasta? It's, Bottomless it's pasta. It's, it's a trio of pasta. They always do, you know, something with a with a shrimp or a lobster or some type of seafood. Oh yeah. Um, let, let stop. Let me not to interrupt you, but there's no way there's endless lobster. There's no such thing. No, you no. They had get... like they had like fried shrimp in the in the endless pasta, and it was a it looked like a good portion of shrimp that they would they would. No, it was a generous. It was a generous portion of shrimp. They weren't skimpy with the shrimp. They did they, not. I mean, they don't skimp on the seafood. They, well, there's no food that people are, are skimpier on than lobster they not don't at this place no they not didn't they did not skimp on the shrimp and let me just say this uh dip i was able to confirm information that you and i have been or at least i've been talking about for years mm. and that is that the valet crystal soon to be the wife very very soon as we're counting down she is she she's ready to move on from greg history week she's had enough confirmed <laughs> no. it, it, impossible it, it is impossible. possible that by next year it will be Greg History Weekend. I'm predicting. Im- I'll give him Im- two years. It'll be down to week. And by the way, Dip, remember, this has only been going on since 9-11. Or not even since 9-11. I found out the other day it's only been going on for 10 years, Greg History Week. Yeah, what it's, is- it's recent. Not, it's not 10 years. It's a little bit more than 10 years. 12? Over a decade. Yeah. 2008. Crystal. So 12, 13 years. Crystal's hoping that it's going to be eventually Greg History Hour. Yeah, that's oh, that's where it's going. <laughs> no. That's where it's going. Uh, the other day, yeah. the other I was joking with Absolutely one of that. I was joking with one of SGG's friends um, about Greg's massive success in pulling Crystal, and he said it's like Test and Stephanie McMahon. I said, <laughs> I said, no, no, it's like Gregory Helms and Stephanie McMahon. I mean, for God's <laughs> sake, something that didn't even happen. Um, but no, it was a lovely birthday festivity with the SGG clan, and we celebrated the night before at uh, at SmackDown. Yeah, before we move on to SmackDown, I do want to thank Simon uh, at Beko. He's a he's a big fan. He's been listening to Cheap Heat for the longest time, and he made sure the that Beko guy is a fan. Care of the Beko the Beko guy. Simon is a is a is a listener. Loves Cheap Heat. He's with P on NU on AEW, so he doesn't doesn't love me so much these days. But he well, listen, hold on, hold on. Right let's not start. Let's not start painting me as, no, 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 a, no. as an he's, AEW he's guy. Great, I am a wrestling a fan. Guy. I'm a wrestling. He's still a great guy. I'm I'm a wrestling fan, and, and um, Simon is as well. Simon is a wrestling fan, great guy. 
held it down for us on Saturday. Well, I got to tell you, we have an obscene amount of mail from last week. One of the most controversial episodes of all time of this podcast. I think one of the greatest episodes of all time. Are there people saying that? In my opinion. People are saying? Uh, You tell me. You're the one that gets the mail. I think it was uh, the highest level argument ever. I think so, too. And, And by the way, I still think I'm right. And I was right in pretty much everything I said. Um, I thought, listen, if I'm being fully, fully transparent, I believe it was a rough week for SGG last week. I do. I think it was his, I think it was his roughest. I think he was in a tough spot several times. I don't um, think so, but I'll let you, I'll let you finish with. No, that's, I, I just felt like there were some moments when you blamed, when you blamed a story not being finished on the fans. I thought that was uh, a low water moment for the SGG brand. What say That's you? That's not entirely what I said. I I said that WWE abandoned it and that they shouldn't. I agree with you. They should not necessarily dig in their heels, but tell the story. You can't. Wrestling is a storytelling medium, and our fans are not going to be the ones to see it through. You have to be the ones to take control and do what you do. And we agree that this is a problem, whether WWE does it or whether Tony Khan does it, which is caving into the fans too early. It's it's a problem across the board. But just the idea of of Tony Khan listening to the fans at all just proves that we're a little bit more connected as wrestling fans to AEW right now than WWE. Isn't that yeah, what but that- you got to wield that power responsibly, though. You can't just bully them into doing every little thing and going across with, without every whim. I agree with I, that, and I've 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 called, I agree with that too. No, I, I agree with that too. But I've, but that's not what's happening yeah. here, though. I I, I think yeah. listen, SGG, you. You can we go back no and idea. review. All I'm saying is we have no idea what the Jeff Hardy thing would have been because collectively as a fan base, I'm not saying all of us, but the fan base on Twitter got up in arms so fast that we have no idea. But you would agree going. Jeff Hardy going from beating Karrion Cross mm-hmm. to being in the 24-7 Schmazola to yep. then having a one-on-one match with the current United States champion. United States champion. A good match. To, a you good you would agree? Match. There's a, seems to be a, some mixed messaging on what's going on with Jeff Hardy, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say? Well, I'll say it. I'll, I'll say, say it's what enigmatic he, is what I'll say. Here, here's his. his he no idea what's going on. He is at the point in his career where Vince says to Jeff Hardy, "This is what I need you to do this week," and he says, "I'll do whatever you want me to do." That, that seems to be what is going well, no, on no, with Jeff. That Hardy. is for sure. My point is the confusion is in what's being told to him. He's obviously in a place that he just shows up and works. I could tell you that. Jeff's a guy who's there to show up and do his job. He's not he doesn't he's not going, oh, am I going over tonight? That, that, that's not where Jeff Hardy is. Okay. But but what decisions are they making for him? Because listen, hey, one thing you have yeah, to it's, we it's have to think about it. you have to think about right now with, with someone like Jeff Hardy. How are you using him? And how big a deal would it be if he walked in the other place? Because I'll tell you what, he's not much right now, but if he walked in the other place, it would be something. It would be something. And, and by the way, I think it might, it's probably headed in that direction because Matt and Jeff has, have said many times publicly that they're looking to end their career together as a tag team. Um, and uh, I mean, obviously, there's only going to be one place that that happens. So anyway, I love seeing Jeff Hardy out there. I love, I, I love Jeff Hardy. So... Even when I was in my my dark years as a fan, he's mm. still he's still you know he's I'm still he's still one of my guys. He should be one of everyone's guys because guess what? He's, he's a he's great, a great guy. Great Speaking guy. of which, um, I'm trying to decide the order in which we should move. I think there's only one way to do that. There's only one way yeah. to do that, and that's to work backwards. We have to we have to start with what happened last night. And uh, anyone who's watching this live right now or listening, because yes, we are live on YouTube today. Hey YouTube, what's up, guys? Uh, shouts to our good buddy Carlos Herrera, who's in the room. Uh, Dustin, Randy. Um, by the way, that is, if anyone's wondering, that is Dustin Rhodes and Randy Orton. Uh, thank you both for being Matthew. I think we got a Kevin Hussey watching. Today. Ooh, shouts to Hussey. He's a great guy. He's, oh, he's a great guy. Um, <laughs> anyways, last night, Big E had an opportunity that he took advantage of to cash in his money in the bank briefcase. It started a couple of days ago. Um, was it was it early yesterday or the day before in which he said, I'm cashing in Monday? It was the day before, no? No, it was early yesterday. Yes. It was early yesterday, SGG? 
Yes. Okay. Early yes. On Monday. Early yesterday, actually. Yes. So early this is after on Friday, alluding to showing up on Monday Night Raw. Let's remember when Caleb Braxton um, interviewed him after the the 10, 10 man tag. He said he might show up on Monday Night Raw, and he did. It was announced on Monday that he would cash in. Now listen, I my my ears perked up and I was like, okay, announcing in advance the cash in sort of defeats the purpose of the cash in from a let's live in kayfabe, sort of ruins the point of the cash-in, right? But okay, I'm cool with it. Absolutely. It, it doesn't yeah. make sense, but I'll play along. I'm, you're looking to live with that? I can't live with it. I I was, I understood what they wanted to do. They wanted to follow up a strong SmackDown, which was uh, their best performance since January. They wanted to follow up with a big episode of Raw, which last week we all agreed was rather putrid. So they wanted a big... Yeah, let's... They wanted the a big Raw last, last night, so they announced that he's cashing in, and I people tuned in. I think it was an effective, an effective measure for getting people to tune in. However, from the very beginning of the night, I was confused about what was happening because Big E ends up in the ring with Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley gets RKO'd by Randy Orton, and Big E just sits there and watches. I already thought, why isn't he jumping in for a... uh, Why is he calling for it right now? Is it because he was worried about MVP? That's a good point. (laughs) That's a good point. There's no argument. I don't even know what to say. Move on to the next point. It's that you said that perfectly. Okay. I can't even... (laughs) All right. So then then we get the match. And listen, I'm fine. Again, I'm going to be easier than Dip is, okay? I am fine with the fact that the way the night is scheduled and pacing, you can clearly tell that the championship match will end early enough for another full match, right? Like, it just... The setup was such that Lashley's starting his match at 10.35. Yeah, like, you're like, okay... Now, remember, this should all be noted, too. First Monday Night Football of the year last night. So biggest competition they've had on a Monday in a very long time. And not a bad game. Um, a, a good Ravens team and a popular Raiders team, right? So that's happening on ESPN. So we get to the, the main event. Um, Lashley does what Lashley does. He gets beat up by Randy Orton but escapes with a win. Boom. Music hits. Here comes Big E, and they Perfect go. <laughs> they go to commercial break. Perfect time for a commercial. <laughs> and and here's how I know that some of this stuff was pretty rough. Dip is because SGG, who in any normal circumstance would have just only been celebrating Big E's win, barely chimed in last night. I was like, oh, even SGG was like, what the hell is going on here? What? Look. What? I don't, okay, hold on though. I don't understand the commercial break. Let's take the commercial break. We'll take it. We come out of the commercial break. We have no choice. We have no choice. We come out of the commercial break, and what we get is, you know, a little seven-minute match in which Big E hits his finish and pins Bobby Lashley in the middle of the ring. Was there any other, I mean, Bobby Lashley was dinged up from the previous match, but was there like any major injury that they were selling? He sold a knee. He sold a leg injury, and Biggie did go yeah. for his leg. He sold a kayfabe Early leg injury. Well, of yeah, course. It was a, injury we're and, we're yeah, aware of Biggie, what the, that it was wrestling. That goes without saying. That, yes. goes without. <laughs> that goes without saying for most people. There was not a real injury we know. It was it was part of the match. Can I really did say, attack look, the leg. It's, look, I am so thrilled for Biggie Langston that he is the new WWE champion. Okay? He's he, a great guy. Yeah. I think he deserves it a thousand percent. I think, of course, the which the way in which it happened was repug. But what do we expect? What could you even wanted? There are no storylines and there's no narratives being told in, on the show. So you have Big E winning randomly on a random raw to keep the momentum going from good ratings from SmackDown, which is exactly what was go- exactly what they had. They defeated the purpose of of the of the money in the bank spontaneity. And, you know, I, I just I, I feel like this is the best that we're going to get on an episode on, on Raw. Raw on Raw. That is where we and are. It just, and it just but proves my point. I think the best is yet to come. That, hold on, it just proves my point that the disparity between what WWE is trying to do on a weekly basis and what AEW is trying to do on a weekly basis are just two completely different things. 
AEW is looking to pop the fans and get some get some 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 surprises, and they're you know the the you know the suspension of disbelief is is less than it is on Raw, and Raw is just looking for a way to keep it going, frankly, in my opinion, and just sort of you know trying to get people to tune in week to week on on a random basis. So. It, it, I'm not saying what I saw last night was as affecting as certain other things were are to me in general. I'm happy for Big E. I'm happy for the New Day. I hope that that they they reunite and then they can get you know Big E gets drafted next week or in two October first to to Raw so that he can reunite with them and we can have a New Day faction again. Um, I think Goldstein was saying you know it would be great if they all got transferred over or if he stayed and then you know the other guys moved over so we can get a Bloodline versus New Day Survivor Series match, which would be Mage. But, you know, the, to my point, I just feel like this is the best that we're going to get well, on Raw. And we need to be thankful for it because we all want to see Big E as champion. Uh, I, so, okay, so that is... I, I, go ahead, SGG. No, I was going to say, I think the best is yet to come because Big <laughs> E as WWE champion, the first two people that we saw right out there with him was the New Day. Now, you so still here? WWE is going to give New Day the ball Natalie? and let them run with Raw... I think that Raw basically has the rocket strapped to its back. I think that New Day is going to perform very well on Raw. They're going to do great things, and we're all going to be happy to see what they can do. Now, as far as the the title change last night, I can echo those sentiments. Happy for Big E. Glad that he got the championship. Um, glad that he was able to beat Lashley. I didn't so much mind that he announced the cash in in advance. Um I, I like the spontaneity of Money in the Bank, but I also like when people call in their shots. I think of Rob Van Dam doing it. I think of Brock doing it. Did you, um, so him calling his Did shot you like the commercial break? Problem. I did not like the commercial break. Um, Christopher weighs I in. the match was clunky. It was, it was a little clunky. Yeah, it just didn't. It, it just, listen, I, I, here's what I don't want to do, okay? I, last night, found myself feeling bad because I love Big E. And I wasn't happy with what happened. It made me feel bad. Right. I'm I, sure he wasn't either. But that's, a, that's the thing. I, I didn't want to bother him and, and, and ask. I just, I just sent him exclamation points. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm just happy for him. He deserves it. But here's the thing, guys. If you get caught up just being a fan and, you know, using the word that is used to describe many of us who are just only fans. Listen, we could be only fans. R.I.P. Yeah. Listen, we could be marks. We could be marks. So you no, know, but if you get too caught, and I and I'm proudly one. If you get too caught up though, and you're simply caring about wins and losses, you're ultimately not necessarily caring for the actual performer because getting the win in the way they get it isn't necessarily a long term win. Sometimes two weeks later, you go, "That was it." You know, we don't know how Nikki Ash's year is going to play out. We don't know what's going to happen with. Yeah. We so we don't so you can celebrate this one, but when I say yesterday what I wanted to happen, and of course everyone knows what I wanted to happen. Yeah, I'm I, with you though. I I, I, I wanted. I see the vision. I what did you want? I wanted Big E to be on the verge. Bobby oh. La, Bobby Lashley was prone and clearly hurt, so Big E was guaranteed to win, and. Maybe MVP gets involved, and here comes the new day to back off MVP, and they jump up on the apron to you think celebrate, and instead attack him, cost him the title, and join the hurt business. That oh was business. Then yeah. guess what? Biggie does not get the title yet. He gets bigger and more popular and better, and then he wins the title. That would have been storytelling. Uh, it would have been Agreed. mage. Oh but my god! Never. It would have been. You want to talk about storytelling? That's storytelling. You will never get anything like that potentially ever again. But, so hold on. Before we get too far into, I want. They don't want to do in. it. I want to jump in. I'm reading the comments. Go ahead. We got a comment from Lewis Hare. Says the commercial was so people could let people know that there was something going on. If you're gonna do this, you got to maximize the audience. While I didn't like the commercial in the moment, I don't even know what that I, means. I can sort of buy that. Ex I can buy that. Uh, that argument because on social media, I did see everybody talking about, you know, why would they go to commercial? Big E is about to cash in on Lashley, and that and that can have and an I'm effect. Sure, I'm sure it did have an effect on people tuning in. I didn't think about that. Okay. That's a good insight from Lewis. 
I, I think I think there's a I think you could have done it. I don't know if it was necessary because I feel like right beforehand they can just be like our main events next. Biggie has promised he's cashing in. It's all coming up right now. Like it's it was all telegraph. There's, way, there's for a you. way to do it. It's still clunky, but I I mean, before I read that comment, I was of the mindset that it shouldn't have happened at all. You can and stay there. It seems like there's a place for it. Listen, that's a fine argument to make, but that to me that's not reasonable. Um, like in terms of it just being entertaining. How about this? How about this? How many times does the New Day have to say they don't want to turn on each other? Why can't we show healthy friendships? Really, Christopher? With all due respect to three guys who I love, that is their choice as professionals if they say they don't want to turn on each other. It is my choice as a fan to not care. <laughs> I want the drama. I want them to be... I want them to be for the love. And I want them to be big and successful. And I'm sorry, you know, permanently staying the same. Are we? Is anyone paying attention to what's happened to Roman Reigns' career? Hello? Hello, changes to make characters deeper. Two of my favorite storylines in the history of wrestling was one brother attacking another brother over the WWE Championship. It didn't mean that they didn't love each other, but I, I let them love each other backstage. I want to see the drama. And then the other one was the Mega Powers exploding, possibly over the WWE Championship, definitely over Miss Elizabeth. Now, they probably weren't as close backstage, but that's what I come Who? They were very close. Drama. They were best friends. But, dude. The, the, <laughs> According to the liar. No, no. Macho and Hogan were best friends then. I mean, they were <laughs> they were, they were close. The I think they were close at the time. They were vacationing together. Yeah, they were vacationing up a storm. No, Hogan, okay. Hogan, was, stay, Hogan was staying around Elizabeth. Without, together versus without, Elizabeth. without Miss Elizabeth, the Hogan-Macho storyline, would no one would care. It was all about Elizabeth. Correct. The title is the title. And at that time, they would put, you know, they knew that. But now, if, if without, without Elizabeth, you have a current day storyline. <laughs> Just over the title. Two people fighting over the title. Well, And, that, and that's exactly, it, for, for people saying, oh, I don't want them to... I don't want them to turn on each other. I just want it to be positive. Okay, and what you will get is a really short Big E title reign. Get ready for him to give it back to Lashley at Extreme Rules. He'll give it back to Lashley in two weeks. It'll probably be Goldberg, honestly, because Big E's dream match, he said, has been Goldberg. It's not going to be Goldberg. If You never know. Lashley is going... This is my... Mark my words. They've already said it's Goldberg versus Lashley in Saudi. He will lose the title at Extreme Rules to Bobby Lashley, and it will be Lashley for the title against Goldberg at Saudi, and Lashley will win. End of story. Goldberg will be wrestling for the title at Saudi in October. So I mark my words. He will lose. Big E will lose the title at Extreme Rules, and, and Lashley will wrestle Goldberg for the title at, in Saudi. I don't End think story. it makes sense to, to give the title back to Lashley. I really don't. It's happening. It's going to happen. Unless he's hurt, which I don't think he is. You kayfabe. Didn't you explain that to us earlier? Get the title back. I I, I, agree, I agree with Dip. I agree with Dip. I, I do not. No. Why, why, hold on real quick. Why is the time? Why is Lashley's time up? What happened? He's been dominating the entire WWE. What, I think, what happened? I, I, I'm sorry. I think they did this to... They are so desperate for star power on Raw or star power in general right now that giving Big E the title for two to three weeks immediately puts him in the main event picture at house shows at, at you know, for the next couple of years. It's realistic now that Big E can wrestle in a main event on Raw or SmackDown, no matter what show he's on. And so I think that, of course, they didn't think about it too much. They didn't build it up. They didn't do it right. But they now have another star in Big E that we always wanted to see. We're, we're thrilled for Big E. This is no knock on Big E, obviously. But now they have another main event star that they can rely upon for, you know, main event slots. So, and I that's mean, what they did here. I, I don't think it They're makes sense. They're not looking to give Big E a big title reign. Go ahead. I don't think it makes sense, title I don't think it makes sense to, to give Big E a short championship reign at this point. I think, I think what's going to happen is what we that's see. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I, don't think, I think what's happening, what we're going to see is New Day is going to reunite and hopefully carry Raw. Um, in the same way that the bloodline has been carrying a SmackDown in a way that's exciting. It feels refreshing. Now, everybody else on Raw is going to have to do their part. I don't think this necessarily means that Bobby Lashley's time is up, but just that whatever he's going to do with Goldberg, they realized doesn't need the WWE championship. Listen. So they can do that away from the championship. I, 
if, if they were going to put the title on Big E now, then the only thing that would really make me happy, besides just the like, yes, I'm happy he has the accolade next to his name, would be him having a real title reign. I do not think that's going to happen. I, I do not understand though. how. Why? Why do you not think Because Vince happen? McMahon did not fall out of love with, Big, with Bobby Lashley in the last two weeks. It did not. I do not. Randomly? I just, I can't, I won't believe that. Like, Lashley is such a dream star for what Vince McMahon is into. I just can't imagine now they're like, all right, we'll move on with Lashley. He'll go do something with Goldberg. And then before you know it, he'll be back having matches with Sheamus. I, I would be. But and, does, does Vince, does Vince falling out of love with Lashley necessarily mean that Lashley's star has to fade in this dramatic? Yes. Way have you watched wrestling? Yes. That is exactly what that yes, means. Yes, I have. I watched Bret Hart have the championship, have be away from the championship for like. That was a long right. time ago, SGG. That was a that long, was a long time. time ago. What about Drew McIntyre? He's not, in, he's not any less meaningful. He's still made in elevating people. He was used to elevate Damian Priest just this past month. Kofi Kingston, even Roman Reigns, right? Vince's beloved Roman Reigns who everybody felt was being shoved down down their throats for the past five years. If you go back and look, he had more losses than wins, and he spent well. If that was the end, okay, the, champion. That's a fair. You just thought. you just made some compelling arguments. I I totally see you on the Drew McIntyre specifically. If that was the end of the Lashley reign, woof. That's even worse. That's even worse. worse. That would be it. He has a random telegraphed cash in five minute match loses in the middle of the ring. And that's the end of Bobby Lashley's year of dominance. To me, that is even, that would be worse maybe than Biggie having a two week title reign. There's a lot of people in the key P that is a fair statement, but that would, that statement only has validity in hindsight though, is my point. We don't know what's going to happen with Bobby Lashley. This just because he lost to Biggie doesn't mean that he's, he's crumbled and he's less dominant and his, it means something. Lost. It means something. Yeah, it means that it means that they moved Biggie up to that spot to elevate him into the main event picture, which we all agree he deserves as well. There's room for both of them. There's people in the comments saying that they're gonna that that, that Goldberg has said that the, it's not about the title; it's about family. Well, of course they didn't carry that through. Maybe that's true, and they will wrestle without. They did. He said that after he said that after Bobby Lashley beat his right. ass and his son's ass. Right. So so maybe they so won't. They maybe the won't title, be for the title. I I do I do stand by what I said in that. Biggie will will not have a long title reign. Perhaps they give it to him after Saudi. They give Lashley the title back after Saudi. But I, I mean, I don't. I mean, do, the Saudi fans are looking for the biggest match possible. Do they care about Biggie versus Roman Reigns or Biggie versus Randy Orton or Biggie versus somebody? I mean, I wonder I, who I Roman's. Get, I wonder who Roman would get in Saudi Arabia because I don't think Finn Balor would be enough for that. Roman may get Brock as Saudi. Oh, Roman yeah. could get Brock for the first time. Now, yeah. one interesting thing to note, I don't know if you guys have looked at the calendar. That's the only WWE pay-per-view in October. Yes, it is. That's it. This isn't like other yeah. years where they're doing another pay-per-view in 10 days. They're, this is the pay-per-view for the month. So, Are you going to Saudi Arabia? I'm not. I'm, I'm doing the show from here. <laughs> from the sweet, sweet confines of Stamford, Connecticut. So, but that, oh, yeah. but that does change things a little bit in terms of the fact that it's the only pay-per-view that month. So uh, who knows? You're right. Maybe we'll get the Brock story right there. We don't think, or do we think we're getting Roman Brock at extreme? Oh no, we have Finn at extreme rules, right? Finn at extreme rules. Yes. That's already yes. done. Yeah. That's already done. So maybe that is Roman Brock. I think it'll end in a schmaz. I don't think they're going to diminish Finn because I think that they're going to rely on Finn too, to, to be in a main event slot now for the time being going how forward. Many, how many Roman matches have ended in a schmaz though? His title matches. Getting there, I think it'll be a schmaz with Brock. It'll be a Brock schmaz, a, a schmaz Lesnar. Oh no, no, I I, be, I believe he's going to beat Finn nice and clean, and then we'll see the yeah. Brock of it all. All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, or or Brock just comes down and beats them, beat, you know, beats the crap out of both of them. Now there's no incentive for Brock to beat them both because he's not going to get a title shot right there. And it's not very heelish of him he's to do have that. To wait, anyway, there's no reason for him to do it. I can't. I mean, I can't believe Brock Lesnar's voice. Hearing his voice, like he, you know, he's talking. I got, more I got to go back and watch it because I'll be honest, we could not hear him in the garden very well. I oh, didn't, he, he, I didn't hear his voice he, well. Did you, SGG? It's so, it's so no, funny. I did not. It's so funny. He, he's the most, he's the scariest man I've ever seen in my life. And then he has the voice like 
you know, it's like Shayna Baszler. Like she's so such a badass, and then you hear her voice, and she sounds so nice. And he's sort of like well, that. If you, if you look at somebody that's so nice too, he sounds like a, like you somebody that's like younger brother. Dip said it, Brock. Not me. If you look looking for, if you, Dip said it. Now, um, let's. Lester's one of my guys. I'm just telling you, as the he's voice one of, of your guys. At Jay, stop yourself. Let's go back one to one of SGG. Have you ever heard Dip say Brock was one of his guys? Just now, like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> I've never oh. heard that before today. One of your guys, my ass. You need a guy because all your guys are gone. But, uh, but that, gone your guys are gone up, up a storm. I don't have a guy. You don't have a guy. I don't even have a guy right now. Oh, no. Yeah, you do. You have Montez. I like Montez. I like Montez. But I'm, I don't like Montez in attack Montez, Sorry. Okay, well, hold on. We'll get there. Let's go back to Friday for a second, by the way, because as we are all giving our different... Um, versions of what happened last night and i can already see the emails of people being mad just be happy that big e won uh, guys i don't happy. no We're no happy. i i no no i'm telling those i'm telling those people right now it's not a sporting event i don't just care who wins and loses i want the story to be good i don't just celebrate i did i used to i used to i but now i want to see what goes on because i'll be honest i care about the lashley character too yes big e the person my friend is a, a more, he, he is an actual friend of mine, whereas Lashley is a work acquaintance, okay. I care about his personal happiness more, I suppose. But from a wrestling fanship standpoint, I am invested in the Lashley character now also. I don't want yeah, the as, character to just lose that way and be gone. And then it's like I'm, next I'm week. Sort of, no, go ahead, Pete. I, next week we hear that, oh, he's having a match with Damian Priest. And then two weeks after that, we see him. I, I There was so much. This is a guy who's in his mid-40s. Now, listen, Big E has earned his, too. Don't get me wrong. But Big E still has plenty of time on the clock. Bobby Lashley's like 46 years old or something. And he's at the best moment of his career for it to, if that, if we never saw him somehow in a title match again or win a title again, and it was that with the year of dominance that he had, I'd be, I'd always find that puzzling and weird. Always. Okay. Yeah, can I, I, think, I just say one thing? No, no, SGG, go ahead. You were going to say something. Go ahead. Okay. I'm trying you to know, keep order I'm here. I was just going to I was just going to say, I don't think that's the case with Bobby Lashley. I, and I'm sort of in the middle with uh, of it. I'm with you in that I want to see these stories. I don't think they're going to botch the Biggie thing just based on, even though Kofi's ended in a weird way with Brock. A weird way. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. And Bianca Belair's championship reign ended in a similarly weird way uh, to Becky. Um, the way they've been handling these black champions lately have been, you know, it's been something to be proud of. So, I'm hoping that Biggie um, has a nice, long, meaningful run. SGG, I mean, talk about glass. When you take a look, when you see this coffee, is this empty? Is this almost empty, or is this almost full? It's half full. It's half full. Because Bianca I mean, listen, Belair even, just even, lost even, her title in an obscene way. Obscene. But the, but the run, it was, it was, it was ridiculous. And Kofi's was equally obscene. But the run itself. Oh no, Kofi's the most the run obscene. Itself, the run itself delivered, and um, even with Lashley too, he lost it. They went black to black with the title. I can't complain about that. But the run itself was absurdly dominant. He ran through everybody. He came on here and talked about how bad he was going to beat Goldberg. Right, and then did it worse than we could have ever imagined. Facts. So, I mean, I'm hoping that with that track record of, track record of at least having a good run in between the title changes, that we're going to get something meaningful for Biggie. You know how I felt last night after wa- I'm, I'm watching Raw? And I, I got to tell you, just the guttural feeling I had, I'm getting a little sick of Bobby. Okay. I'm a fan, oh, but I, I, I felt I felt like, okay, just the way it was too much Drew, I'm feeling starting to say it's, it's too much Lashley. I like Lashley I'm way more than Drew, but it's like, okay, it's every single, it's now it's every single week. This it's, is it's, a- it's all Bobby all the time. It's Bobby, 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 Bobby. I, 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 I just, I felt that way. I'm, I'm into it. I don't dislike him, but I'm getting sick of it. Well, no, no. I'm, no. I'm not suggesting that they were doing great storytelling with Bobby uh, week They're to week. There's no storytelling. There's no story. Post, well, post, post uh, the Goldberg thing. I mean, it's been a, it's been a weird six weeks for him. Who was, after he finished off Drew, what was there before um, Goldberg? Anything? I think Goldberg came right after Drew. It was like Drew- Randy Orton a little bit. And then no, since Randy then, Orton was after Goldberg. Yeah, since then it's been Randy Orton, it's been RK Bro, and it's been Damian Priest, and it's been a little a little funky. But I was they still only, a- the only main event talent right now they have on Raw is RK Bro, which is a tag team. You have 
you know, an interchangeable, they don't put Matt Riddle in the, in the, for the most part, they don't put Matt Riddle in the main event. So it's Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley and Drew and now Big E. Now, AJ Styles has been like in a case of emergency, break glass and drop him in the main event guy. Yes, but he's they had not, him with Omos, but but he's been somebody that they level down right a now. moment notice they drop him in the main event and he delivers. He, agreed, in the ring he delivers, but the, he is the level down. There is three or four main event people on Raw, and it's people we've seen wrestle each other five thousand times. I mean, it, it's just it's I'm exhausted from 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 just seeing the same things over and over rematches. This one well, that's, matches. That, well, that was every a, single. Interchangeable situation. That's what it's I was trying crazy. to point out to you about the Bobby thing. It's it's not Bob. I actually still popped when Bobby and MVP come out every time. I just think yeah. what they end up serving up for them is there's just not a lot no, there. Let's go to something positive though. Um, Dip did SmackDown deliver on television as much as it did in person because it was a great live show to be at. No, it didn't. But I did like the show in general, and I thought it was entertaining. Did it deliver for me? I mean, no, of course not. But what, uh, what missed? I, I enjoy seeing Paul Heyman put in an awkward situation. He, there's no, you know, he makes the best television. And, um, you know, I, I liked seeing him with, you know, with Brock and with the, you know, he tries to make amends with him in the ring. And then blah, 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 blah. I like, I like seeing him flail around on, on Brock's shoulders. Like, well, that's that what was, I'm trying to say. I, but that's what I'm trying to say. So seg one, which was that. It was so a great segue. That, that was incredible. I mean, that was a great start to a show that they needed to be great with big characters, all delivering. Crowd was the super bar is so low. So it's like, you know, yeah, there was there was something to watch and be entertained by. And oh, the smile. bar is so low. You were ready to put you were ready to put the elite <laughs> in the Hall of Fame last week when all they did was get in the ring and go, I'm the best wrestler of all time. No, no, I'm Wednesday the best the, wrestler of all get, time. We're gonna get to AEW and the show that Dip said was a flawless work of art. But let's stick to smack. I, I said that to pop to as cheap. I, that was a cheap pop there. I, I didn't. I didn't mean it. But it was. I, I definitely was entertained by it. I, I thought. What, what I thought Seg One was from SmackDown was great. It was. Um, I thought that I enjoyed the Becky character turning up a notch. Finally, okay, if you're yeah. gonna do this, time to turn it. The Conor McGregor red fur attitude i thought that is a very needed if you're gonna because you're because you heard it sgd the crowd still pops when becky comes out yeah i think she turned them though when she popped off on that on that new york crowd <laughs> you know they pop back and then you got to give credit where credit is due the trey young thing was a stroke of brilliance yeah yeah it was i mean it was <laughs> very much a live show kind of thing like i don't know how much the national audience cared about trey young but i will tell you at MSG for Sami Zayn to say we're going to bring out someone who can actually win in the garden and bring out the most hated yeah. athlete in New York was Mage. Yeah, yeah. who knows? So the, there was some a little bit of brilliance to it. I don't know maybe if this is me reading into the segment too much, but when they announced the ten man tag, I was like, oh, okay. You know, they're just trying to get as many people as they can on the show, and even there might still be some of that to the decision, but. What's more, you know, five on five in the garden, that's basketball right there. That's exactly right. And that was the whole setup. And it, yeah. it, it turned out to be quite entertaining. And there's more to do there. And obviously, we know Atlanta's hosting the pay-per-view on January 1st. What's the pay-per-view called again? I think it's called Day One. Day One. Hmm. Wait, what is this? The New Year's Day pay-per-view? No. You, you know about it? You know about it. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta know that. Saturday, January first. By the way, do you guys realize what a disaster the the holiday calendar is this year? It's not a great calendar. Ugh. Have you seen have you seen this? It is yeah. the worst. It's your standard issue, worst case scenario for everyone listening right now. I'm sorry to tell you this. Christmas Eve is a Friday. Christmas Day is a Saturday. New Year's Eve is a Friday. New Year's Day is a Saturday. It is the shortest possible. Oh, no, could it be worse? I guess it could be worse if it's sun, if Sunday's Christmas Day and Saturday's Christmas Eve. That might be even oh, worse. Then, then do you get anything? Do you, then you, then get, you anything? get nothing extra. You only get the five days between. Can we talk to somebody about this? I had, something needs to be done. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> Repug. Because I, I I very much would like to go away, and I'm going to have to be back for uh, day one in Atlanta, which I am excited about, by the way. It's interesting. I, I pop big for a WWE Saturday night pay-per-view. That's going to be interesting. 
I mean, we should had some, we had SummerSlam, but should I stay in Florida all the way for New Year's and then come fly to Atlanta for for day one? <laughs> Not a bad idea. Now, what are your thoughts? Are you planning a um, are you planning a Survivor Series trip to Brooklyn? Yes. Big big the time pilgrimage must happen. Yeah, right. I yeah. I, I I think so. I think it'll be cool. I mean, I'd like to come. I hope they treat. Oh, look, Andrew Goldstein in the chat. You do not see this every day. You do not see this every day. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be mage though. I think they're gonna. I think. I think they'll take Survivor Series this year uh, seriously for a variety of reasons. Among them, the amount of AEW shows that are coming up in the tri-state over the next month. There's a lot going on, including back-to-back I'm, weeks in in Long Island between WWE and AEW going to be interesting i'm glad you mentioned that too because um smackdown we didn't talk about this we talked about it at the show the first chance they got wwe took a shot right at aew now people are going to say that this wasn't a shot that this was just the promo or whatever i'm reading too much into it but i read it as a shot p i know you read it as a shot i said it right away out, and um the first thing he said was wwe runs sports entertainment and this goes back to the point that dip brought up last week which was the point that i brought up months ago wwe is trying to differentiate themselves from aew they let aew come out and say we do pro wrestling pro wrestling this pro wrestling that and then the first chance they got after all of that was to send out roman reigns to say we run sports entertainment and make that divergence even more clear for everybody. I, 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 you're reading way more into the language. What I'm reading into more from it is the fact that the first line of the show was about was the rebuttal. existence of AEW. Like that to yeah. me was, to me, when we read all the stories about insiders are saying that it's not a threat, that there's no competition, that we don't care, all that stuff, that is not true when you see Roman Reigns start off by saying WWE runs sports entertainment. Like that was a clear line that we are paying attention and we are in this thing. And then WWE follows up the show on Friday, which they bring in Trey Young. They bring back John Cena for the live crowd, by the way, who got such a massive pop. Um, Really fun, really fun match, by the way, uh, dip in person. You got the Usos and Roman, Versus Cena and the Mysterios. Just the ultimate house show, big baby face, big heel vibe. A lot of fun. Not only do you have that show at the Garden with all these elements, a Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman open. A John Cena dark match into a Monday night announced title change. They're paying attention. It's on. Like we, We may not think that it's on in the way we want it to be on, and we may want to see more and... It is clearly now we're paying attention. We're counter-programming. Would you agree? I think it's on I don't know if it's counter-programming because they're not going head-to-head, but they are definitely bringing their best and trying to put everybody in a position to be the best and compete. No, 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 no. Let's take it a step further. I'm taking it a step further. They opened SmackDown by saying, we're number one. Then the following show... They announced and delivered the big title change. You guys are saying that's it's on a Jace? That to me is them saying we're going for it. I'm not saying it's the highest level they'll ever get to. God forbid that that was the biggest. If last night was the biggest thing we're ever getting, I that's a problem. But what I'm saying is you don't think that's a clear sign 100% that they are. It may not be Vince McMahon. It may not be Bruce Pritchard. We don't know who it is, but people are addressing the fact that there is competition now. No? A Jace. They- I, I still think a Jace. I, I do. Where was Undertaker, by the way? Wasn't he supposed to come out on MSG? It was, room, it was rumors. rumors. Yeah, it was rumors. Yeah. But uh, I think that they – I hadn't even thought of that. I got to be honest. I, I, I'm, I'm so in the mindset now that it's two completely different shows. Like, they're both wrestling, but they're two – like, nothing resembles each other, which I still believe. But I hadn't even thought of the fact that Roman Reigns said that. And I hadn't even thought of, like, they're trying to build momentum. I, I didn't even – I'm not even there mentally. 
But I'm, I'm glad that you are to point it out. I mean, but I just don't. In what other world would they start out and go, WWE runs sports entertainment? I, I don't know. I didn't even think twice I'll, about I'll it. Tell you, I'll tell you one. There's only this one. They weren't saying it when the biggest competition was TNA and ROH. That was not. They a, were saying it when WCW was the big competition. That though. is correct. <laughs> so, I mean, for all the all the talk that I've been saying that, you know, AW small time and they're not there yet and their little brother and blah, blah, blah. There's something going on. To, yeah. Today starts the day of me eating my words on that, because when WWE goes on their programming and says something like that, the cannons are out and I, they're pointed. You think they're Wednesday cannons? Nights. Yeah, you think there's cannons? Yeah. I think there's cannons. Yes. I'm, I'm with SUG. I think there's. Yes. I and, want there to be cannons. I want big, giant cannons. Well, listen, I believe they are. And, and guess what? Friday night worked for them. They were number one overall in the demo. They were their biggest number since January. They they had a good night Friday night. I'll be. It curious. was a good show. It wasn't major. No, it wasn't it was the good. highest level, but it was it was a really solid two hour show. God, it's. I'll say it again. I've said it a thousand times. God, does two hours make a difference? It's just so much easier to have a better show in two hours. It's, yeah, I agree. It's just so much easier. Now, AEW, I, I did not love AEW, but you dip, you dip, whether you thought it was the greatest show of all time or not, we don't know, but you thought it was a great show. I think you did. I, here's the thing. I, I, there may come a day where I'm sick and tired of AEW too, but what I'm, what I'm saying right now is like seeing all these guys in the ring just sort of give the fans what they want, to even if it's to some degree, 30% what they want. Adam Cole, Kenny Omega, I mean, I, the Young Bucks, you know, Jungle, you know, Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, CM Punk, who, you know, I'm just putting him in that category. It's not, he's not one of my guys. But, like, just seeing all these, like, beloved great wrestlers who are allowed to do what they want to do, which seemingly is, like, even 10% unscripted, it's just exciting to me. That's all. It's just something I have. I'm not seeing every week. Like I, the, the, dude, the fact that like I just can, I'll watch SmackDown and see what's going on with Paul with Paul Heyman right now and Roman. But like that's it, dude. At the end of the day, like that's all I'm 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 chewing off from these shows. There's nothing on Raw I'm chewing off. I'm just chewing off Bloodline stuff right now on on, on WWE programming. Whereas nothing you think else, with AEW, right. you're chewing and chewing. I, I'm chewing and chewing because like I I like factions. I like promos that seem a little edgy like this is the type of w this is the type of, of, of wrestling i like to watch so i'm seeing something that i haven't seen in years rather than just cartoonish promos of like i mean there, there was a couple of promos last week on raw where it's just like you you they don't they can't even they like like they don't even rehearse like, i don't even know what they're what they're doing it's it's crazy there was one last week i think i i texted the group about it i don't remember who it was but it was just like Oh my! Could have been Dewdrop's promo. I was just like, Oh, oh no, Dewdrop! Dewdrop's like Steve Austin with the mic in her hand. I was like, What is what is going on? How do they put this on television? And you then you go like and see these in ring AEW promos, and it's like, Oh, like, this is what I want to see. That's all. I mean, I'm just I'm just a wrestling fan looking for 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 entertainment, <laughs> and I'm not getting it every week on Raw. So it's like. Listen, I'm not, I'm not always going to watch Raw. How long? We, how long have we been saying that Raw's the 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 biggest seeing, issue? It's the it's. I'm it's, seeing new combinations of wrestlers. Adam, you know, Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega, CM Punk versus Darby Allen, Darby Allen versus you know whoever it is. It's like exciting to see new feuds and new wrestling matches that I haven't seen. How many times am I going to see Bobby Lashley and versus Randy Orton and Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre and Drew McIntyre versus Bobby? It's just like I I don't. At this point, I'm fast forwarding. I, I, I someone's going to win, someone's going to lose. There's no one's going. There's no storytelling. So it's just like I'm so watching. I, I got to challenge you on the storytelling piece. Here we go. A little bit. What? Here we go. I, I got to challenge you on the storytelling Here piece. Just a little bit. Here we go. Let me just say before you start, and I, yes. I want to hear what you have to say. Let me just say, okay. Uh huh. And we've had this argument 300 times, but people just feuding over the title and challenging each other. And saying that one person wants the title and the other person wants the title and just doing promos against each other saying, I want to beat you up is not storytelling. So let me ask you this with that in mind, with those words fresh out of your mouth, what qualifies under the Dipperstein standard of wrestling storytelling? What qualifies Brian Danielson 
versus Kenny Omega as storytelling. And why does that excite you beyond that it's happening on AEW? Because they just did the thing that you said that you don't like and you hear loving it. I That is a great point. I know and the answer. I, I, what? I know what your answer is going to be. Well, I, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Here's my answer. I completely agree with you. But? But we at least never seen that I, match. Before. That's it. It's at least, fr- so that's the thing, SUG. You're right, SUG. You're right. You're it right. wasn't good. I didn't enjoy the promo. But at the same time, we all know that when Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega get to pay-per-view time, we're going to really want to see the match regardless. Yeah. They have and that that's advantage. That's what AEW has right now. They have Sorry, that advantage right. for now. That's what AEW has right now. They have the audience wanting to legitimately see their main events because they're fresh and that you've never seen them before. Fresh it, Jace. Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryan's not fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh, fresh Jace, in that it has happened before, but it's been not on a national audience stage. Now, let me ask you, let me say, if they now go back and forth for six months and have wrestle have, have matches with each other on oh, Rampage and on Dynamite, and there's no story being told between the two of them, I will hate it. But if they come correct and have a story to tell, and we're having real conversations every week, like I can't wait to see what happens between this feud, and they're that's great. Don't so say they it's not. So they basically just get the benefit of the doubt, is what I'm hearing. Everyone gets the benefit of the doubt, SGG. WWE gets the benefit of the doubt too. When you pull if freshness. They, if, if they get if we get an incredible story with Big E and Bobby Lashley right now, Which I will be fresh. so happy. But guess what? We won't. They're gonna come out, they're gonna talk ish to each other for a few weeks, and you'll get a match. As much as I as much as I didn't like the lead up to the Bobby Lashley and Goldberg stuff, how was that also not fresh? Goldberg just showing up and challenging Bobby. I, Lashley. You know how I feel. Nothing with Goldberg is fresh. I mean, that's that's an outlier though, because I just feel like I'm nervous watching him wrestle. I was a Goldberg was one of my guys when I was little, but now it's just like they just. I, the idea, and Bobby Lashley, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, the, Randy Orton too. That was kind of fresh. <sighs> Uh, they just even brought up oh, the you're, you're insane. Up, you're insane. They brought up the point. The first time they touched a few weeks ago, they brought up the point that they hadn't wrestled in like 14 years. Who cares about that match? Ugh. Here's here's what I'm just saying. The idea I'm of just like. There's some hypocrisy. Let me just say this. Goldberg is like the biggest example of someone they sign a four match deal with and then just bring in for things for a couple of weeks to just like fulfill the contract. There's no real story. The sun thing went nowhere, dude. Well, well and, and, maybe it is, maybe it's not. You guys are both right and wrong because I'm not and, wrong. Well, no, no, no. You are wrong. <laughs> you are wrong because In what Big, context am I wrong? Because Biggie and Bobby would be fresh. They've never had anything. No, no, Biggie. I didn't say Biggie and Bobby's not you fresh. Say, I you, said if they tell us a story, I'm thrilled and excited. But, and that, I can't but, wait to but watch. you just said that but, AEW doesn't have to tell the story for a fresh story for a fresh story. Right did, now. Right? So mm, I didn't say that. I didn't did. say that. You just said Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega. Yeah, it's not much of a story, but it's fresh. Bobby and Big E is fresh. Now, I, but I'm not. I'm not like contradicting myself because we we don't. That's a big match, dude, and we want to see what happens. I'll just say this: SGG sounds like a lunatic though, because he had the nerve to bring up Goldberg in any conversation about fresh. That was yeah. you don't There's even remotely believe. More that. stale and rotting in the refrigerator. Goldberg than Bobby Lashley was a match that we haven't seen. That's the fr- that's what you guys are have have defined as not fresh, me right? that we have. Can, can, can I just say something? I'm sorry to interrupt. SGG, that's, that's how you are said. you not excited to see Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega? The, I didn't say that. Potentially the two greatest living wrestlers on earth. I didn't. I. This is the match of not, the millennium. I did not say that. I brought them up to try and clarify your position about, because like you said, somebody just showing up and challenging for the title is not interesting. It's not storytelling. And that is exactly where AEW But I'm right saying now. they get a pass for this specific situation because it feels like a fresh match and I can't wait to see the two of them wrestle. Okay, you answered, you answered the question. I'm just saying That's it, and I did not say that I wasn't interested. You're and I'm saying as I'm, I'm, I'm watching the clarification. I want to see these matches. Yeah, have I seen the Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks before? Yep. But I know when the two with they're they're allowed to bleed and do crazy dangerous moves, and we know they're going to put on an incredible match. I'm just saying AEW has captured my imagination of what it's like to see an incredible tag team wrestling match with violence and blood again on television. Okay, you will never in a billion years see a tag team match 
like you did in that match on WWE programming again. I'm not saying WWE is not capable of putting on incredible matches. Of course they are. But you're never going to see, you know. All right, we, we know what you think you're never going to see. We've heard, I know okay. this a thousand, I, okay. I get it. We know okay. what's I'm not going to be seen. We know okay. what you're excited to see, and we know what people are not going to see. Now, I need to do something important here, guys. Uh-oh. Mail. I got to burn through some of these. Uh, Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. Sweet Pete, SGG, and unfortunately, Dip. The subject is, Dip doesn't know what he's talking about ever. Wow. this Damn. Dip, do you want me to proceed? I mean, how bad is it? I, it sounds brutal. Already. Well, I mean, listen. Uh, rel, I mean, let's, SGG gets this his is, share. This is live. We can't. We can't edit this out. No, I don't care. I, I have like been it. listening. I, I think I'm always right. So I have been listening since day one. Before the podcast was named Cheap Heat, and I just came to a realization: Dip is the third hour of Raw, in that he is something nobody asked for, and dilutes <laughs> the quality of the other two. <laughs> he never knows what he's talking about. From you're saying, gonna have to write another. You have to read a, a good one after this too. All right, I'll, I'll look for one. From saying HBK okay. was a big star in the year 2000, in the middle of his retirement, to saying Gargano was going to be the top babyface when he's going to be the top heel, to saying Johnny should have been called up three years ago when not only has he complained about the failures of recent call-ups, but both Johnny and Tommaso have repeatedly said they don't want to be called up from NXT. But oh, okay. Let me sure jump. Let, let me jump in though. Them not wanting to be called up doesn't mean they shouldn't be called up. That argument doesn't. Exactly. Mean, that argument means exactly. nothing. Sorry. You think Karrion Cross wants to be doing what he's doing right yeah, now? Yeah, it doesn't. That, that's an irrelevant point. But yeah. if you're going to have a third host, please make sure that it's someone who knows what they're talking about and doesn't think he's God's gift to wrestling while longing for the time of the killer bees, warlord, and Barry Horowitz. Stay uh, mage and enjoy yourself during the holiday weekend. Lashana Tova, Zach. Although he included okay. he included a Lashana Tova, so I think oh, he's a heel. It is Linda? I, it is Linda. <laughs> oh. Can I just say this person is I don't we don't need them watching the show because they are this person is moronic. Okay. No, no. I ne- first of all, Shawn oh, Michaels, no. I would never I would in, I would love to pull the audio when I said Shawn Michaels was a big star in two thousand. I don't even know. I mean, I don't even know what what he's. I don't even I don't even I never said that. I, I believe Johnny Gargano is going to be the top babyface <laughs> on NXT. I think that was on the dirt sheets a couple of weeks ago that they're going to position him as the top babyface of the brand. There you go. And in and Champa and Gargano should have been called up three years ago. They're burying them both at this point. They're I, nothing. I, no one cares about them anymore. <laughs> so hold on, he's going to be the top babyface, and he's being buried right now. Gargano. Well, I think in the rebrand, he's going to. They're going to position him as the top eight. They, I, this is what was reported. They're going to position Gargano as the top baby face, and they're going to position um, what's his name as the top heel. What's his name? Chapa. The bru- Chapa. No, Bruiser Wade. Uh, oh, the Bruiser oh, Wade. What's his name again? Pete Dunn. Pete, Pete Dunn. And Pete, Pete Dunn's going to be the. By the way, I, I, I don't hate that because Pete Dunn's mage. <laughs> what? I know. I think they're what's both. His- What's his name again? Did I don't know what I'm talking about. Is, is there a person listening that doesn't want to see Johnny Gargano on top? I, he's an incredible wrestler. He's got a great Okay, look. Okay, Dip, we don't have to give it this much time. But all I do is every people who say well, things. I mean, the guy thinks I'm crazy. I, I shouldn't be on the show. I am a moron. Not, I don't know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what I'm talking about. I've been watching wrestling for 30 years. Okay? Give me a break. But what did you, but what did you learn when you hung out with Corey Graves over WrestleMania? I don't know anything. <laughs> All right, by the way, we're going to turn off the uh, live right now. And if you want to hear the rest of the podcast, go go subscribe right now. Also, before you guys leave, can we get some likes in here? Jesus. You know, if I was stripping and showing you guys my body, I'd be getting thumbs up the whole time. But because I'm wearing clothes and not nude, we're not getting any likes. So give the give us some likes, give us some subscribes and go subscribe to the podcast and listen wherever you download podcasts. Uh, shout out to my friend. Authentic who came in the room. We got Brian, uh, Joanne, E.T. has been a regular today. Adam, of course, our guy Carlos and Dustin. They've been uh, regular throughout the day. Ryan Johnson, um, Darren, everyone who's been hanging out. The Hoots podcast. My man Randy Cruz was in here. Christopher Brown. Everyone who decided to hang out, go make sure you give us a thumbs up, a like, and a subscribe. And then uh, go subscribe to the podcast and make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend. We appreciate you guys. We're going to do a couple more pieces of email here now on the podcast, but not on the live. Um, wait, if I end the broadcast, will you guys disappear? There's only one way to find We're out. We're going to find out. Nope, you're still here. Boom. All right. Um, 
I want to get through a couple more pieces here because there's a lot of mail. Mail. Dip didn't deserve. And Dip really got disrespected. The wrestling roars finally begin. The majorly phenomenal PR styles and the giant almost. <laughs> Instead of Omos, almost is mage. Um, I'll keep this simple with one question with two parts. How, if at all, does social media change the current wrestling wars and how would it have changed the Monday Night Wars? I really appreciate this email, but I don't feel like answering it. We just don't have enough I mean, time. Um, we it, know how it did. All right, like it, it, the need for instant gratification. It's going to make an impact, for sure. Yeah, it did. It's it accelerated everything. Uh, accelerated storylines. It forced them to, to hot shot and do certain things that they probably wouldn't have had to do, when they were waiting on ratings and week to week storylines. Yeah, and it it'll 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 totally make for a different kind of back and forth and engagement. It it, it actually would be one of the places I'll probably really enjoy, social media. Mail Nathan. A return isn't something. Why does Dip watch WWE, honestly? Something bad, he complains, justified. But when they do something good, he still complains. Just don't watch it. AEW now has a lot of former WWE stars, but they haven't actually done anything with it yet. A return isn't something. I just hope if AEW is uh, put under the same scrutiny as WWE now that they have top-level talent. They have been getting a pass for too long now. Brian Cole Punk are just going to push their homegrown stars even further down the totem pole. Let's hope it isn't. Let's hope it's worth it in five years time. Love the show. Keep it up. Um, Listen, there are people who feel that way, that that they haven't done anything yet and they need to show. I would argue. Here's the thing, though. I would argue in addition to those people who are there and we'll see, maybe they will push people down. Maybe they won't be great. But on the flip side of that coin, dude, for me, getting to watch Eddie Kingston on a pay-per-view, Britt Baker is now a star who people care about. Um, there there were several people on the last card, not named any of those people, who I was pretty psyched to see. And and then you have MJF, who's just a vicious monster. And I am... I just, Can we talk about that MJF promo? MJF was... It just... SGG and I had a conversation about this the other day, Dip. To me, MJF was the proof that you can say the most terrible things on earth if people are into your character. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Max cast Max Caster just wasn't there yet. He just, maybe he can right. try it again when he gets there, but right. MJF. Cause MJF was brutal and nasty. And all it made me want to do was see more of Brian Pillman and see Brian Pillman kick his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now Brian Pillman, here's the one issue I have with that though. I might have given Brian Pillman some help on the mic. We'll see. But if they continue to have to cut promos against each other, I mean, MJF said it. <laughs> MJF was like, yo, you want to get on the mic with MJF? And I was, I yeah. felt the exact same way. I was like, I don't know if he wants to get on the mic the with MJF. The only way it can work is if, is if MJF is on the mic and Pillman Jr. is throwing hands. Because if they have to be equals in any one of those, it's not going to work. Yeah, no, Pillman's, I, I agree with that. Pillman's a better wrestler. MJF's a better talker. You got to find a way to bridge the gap there. So curious to see what they do with MJF on Long Island. Because how does he not get cheered the entire night? He will find a way. He will find a way. Yeah, he's going to have to find a way to turn on them. Because he loves putting over Long Island. Because Long Island's one of the most heelish places to be from in the country. Yeah. But then when you're there, they don't care how much of a heel he is. They're going to love him. So it'll be very interesting to see that. Uh, let's take a couple more. Gotta is there one that, uh, uh, that's nice? Male. You got a nice one about me coming up. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. SGG, should I look and see if there's a nice one? Nah, let's keep this. Peter, now I really know how you feel. I mean, Jesus. It's hard, isn't it? It's not great. <laughs> By the way, it means you're doing good stuff. Dude, people have been hating SGG for years. I know, I'm joking. I got, I got, a, I got one last week. I, I didn't even read it, but I'll tell SGG. I don't care. Someone wrote and said they loved him. They've met him. They personally are a fan of him, but that his takes are legitimately ruining the podcast. That was, a, and he said it with concern. He said, I love him. I, I care. His takes are so bad now. He's jumped the shark so completely he's lost his mind. So this is this means, uh, you know what? I, because the difference is, I'm better than WWE and AEW. 
I have built two stars. That's what I do on this show. I build freaking stars on this show. Brian Campbell came, star. What's he doing? He's in the ring now with, with, with Jake Paul. Shoemaker, he's running a whole network. If AEW or WWE could do what Cheap Heat did, we wouldn't be having these emails. Um, all right, Timothy writes us. I love Dipperstein. is the best. He's so cool and good looking. The, the interesting part, in fact, <laughs> though I don't identify as gay, I deeply want to have sex with Dipperstein. Wow. <laughs> wow. Incredible. That is, that is, he has turned me. Uh, Timothy writes, says, hey, Pete, SGG and Brian Dip Dip, listening to the latest podcast, and I can't believe SGG had the nerve to say that WWE builds stars. As an overweight, <laughs> congested black lawyer who also loves chicken, I'm appalled with his latest contortion. <laughs> <laughs> he really sees Montez Ford main main eventing WrestleMania. The biggest yes. travesty is that they have a ready-made next big star in Big E, and what have they done to build him up? Womp womp. If Should they have read this yesterday, if they have all it, these stars, as he says, why do they feel the need to continually call back Cena, Goldberg, Lesnar, Edge, etc., to get cha- championship matches while the mid card stays mid? Who is built to defeat Roman or Lashley? They've done a poor job, and it's not close. Thank you for all you guys do. Stay mage and keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. So, <laughs> If you can't see that Montez Ford is the future of the company, then you're you're blind. Right. He is, and, and his his wife, Bianca. Bel- I, did I, Peter? Did we? Did I not no, send did. that? You did. I'm I'm addressing the email. I'm addressing the email. Oh, his Montez Ford. Did, did he will be a star. Yeah, the email just said, the email, but hold on, but SGG real quick, just to defend the emailer real quick. The emailer wasn't saying he doesn't think Montez is a star. He doesn't think Montez is being built right now to main event anything. He's not, not. but there is no, I mean, I'm I'm not just waiting to email, I'm just saying, did I not text you this week and say that Bianca Belair and Montez Ford are the future of yeah, WWE. I, I told Montez yeah. Ford and Bianca to their face, you are the future first couple of, of WWE, and I meant it. There is, there is no question they will be on top for a decade, now, in my opinion, when the time is right. Got to play this. So, let's be real, too. Ro- Roman is a star. He, he is. built to be a star, recent Ten star. years later. The New Day stars. Ten years they later. They are all stars. So. No, no, no. By the way, I, I'm not going to get into the argument. stars for years. They have WWE has built stars. They they that they can build stars. Our question right to but they me haven't built main event stars. Not a lot of them. So a lot of people sent this to us. I got to show it love because so many people sent it. The question is, should we use it? I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. No, we need that. Yeah. yeah sure. It's the second one, guys. Uh, we need a new intro. I thought I thought someone should make an intro from just last week's show. I thought just last week's show could be cut into a new intro. There was that many things said. If you take if someone out there listening, a music producer takes last week's show and that cheap heat, uh, you could have an entire new intro in one week. Guys, keep keep shout outs to that guy, Greg. And you got oh, you gotta keep shout out to that guy, Greg, of course. Come on, SG. That was one of the great gifts anyone's ever given anyone in life. Yeah, it was it was incredible. Absolutely. You should play that at your wedding. What do you think? <laughs> of course. I'm coming down the aisle. Just that. as he walks down the aisle. Shout out to that guy, Greg. Shout out to that guy, Greg. Um, listen, <laughs> I would ask about Black Power Rankings, but let's be honest. We already know who's one through three. Yep. Big Sh- E. Big E. Big E. Shouts to Big E. Shouts to all you guys for Shout listening. Big E. Shout out to our guy, Big E. What a great guy. And I, I hope he's a great champion. Bye, guys. Oh, stay mage, by the way. Take it easy.